Hello and welcome to Project Passion. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into our first episode. If you haven't already read the description, uh, Project Passion is a podcast made to inspire you to follow your passions and turn it into a business or a career. Every week I'm going to be bringing on a new guest to share their passion, their story and their tips for how you can take your passion to the next level as well. Uh, I know I bang on about it consistently and constantly, but I really do believe every passion can be turned into a profitable business or career. And on Project Passion, I aim to take a deep dive into the minds of these people that are following their dreams and living their passions so as to give you an insight on what it really takes to live the life you want and achieve success no matter what your passion. Now, uh, to kick off the podcast, I want to introduce my first guest, the incredible Layla Evelyn Designs. Uh, so Layla's a surface pattern designer and she's just about to graduate the University of Wales Trinity St. David with a first degree uh, in surface pattern design. And in 2018, she was actually the winner for the IDOT competition. And 2019, she was the Orange Box shortlister. And this year alone, she was shortlisted for IDOT and she also placed in Fashion Formula. And she was also recently, in the last couple of days, selected for new designers down in London. And I know she'll talk a little bit more about that in a second also. But do you want to introduce yourself? Anything I might have missed when we started? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm Layla, like John said. Um... I am just graduating this year. It's been a bit of a crazy year with um, everything that's been going on, as I'm sure everyone's sort of aware of that. Um, I didn't think I'd be graduating in a global pandemic and I didn't think I'd have to complete my degree working at home. Um, I chose a degree that was really, really practical. So it's been quite a challenge um, this year. But I think it's shown me that like I'm able to motivate myself in different circumstances and yeah that you've just got to keep working as a designer and you know keep trying to do what you love the most and make that into sort of your everyday life and your career so yeah that's what I've always aimed to do um yeah that, awesome. that's awesome so no look obviously so I obviously I know what you done before uni and uh, on your lead up to go into uni yeah. to do surface pattern uh, but for anyone who doesn't know uh, what would you say you started off as? Um, how you got to get to go into your degree? Um, what you've done through school and what you've done for your A-levels? Yeah, yeah. so um, like everybody, I suppose, I obviously followed the UK um, education system. So I was always really, really like creative as um, a child. I was always playing with Play-Doh and like things like John knows I'll mess and as a person. I've always got different projects on the go. And I always did have different projects on the go. And going through school, I was sort of looked forward to like arts, graphics, all those sort of creative yeah. um, lessons. Um, I wasn't like naughty in school or anything like that, but I just didn't enjoy the academic side of it. So as I got older um, and was taking like GCSEs and things, I didn't really pick um the academic subjects obviously have to be the certain ones but I picked like art graphics and I think I picked German which was like a little language so they're always interested in like travel and um, things like that and the creative subjects were just what I lived for at that age so then when it came to finishing school I was so unsure on what to do and a lot of my friends were sort of going to do A-levels at um, colleges in Lancashire but I wasn't really interested in those colleges or those subjects so I sort of had to go it on my own and I think a lot of creative people sort of have to step away from maybe the peers at that age because you're not going to be in the same places as they are like which is unfortunate but you have to kind of follow your own you know passion and I 
I thought, right, that's it. I'm going, I'm going to look around Blackburn College, and I did that, and I fell in love with the art and design and BTEC level three diploma that it was at the time. I think it is still that. So I did that for two years, and I absolutely loved it, and I met some really, really great people who I'm still in touch with now and try to collaborate with when I can. Um, after finishing that two years of art and design, I was still really unsure what I wanted to do, which we've spoke about so many yeah. times. Like, I don't know what I want to be or anything. Um, of course. But, um, yeah, so I finished my two years of art and design. I only got a merit, which I was disappointed at the time. But never mind. It's still good, though. It doesn't matter. As long as you come out with the piece of paper by the end, it doesn't matter, really. Yeah, and to be honest, No me, one asks to grade. I mean, yeah. a lot of people will pretend that it really does, but from my perspective, they ask, do you have the qualification if you have the qualification you have the qualification yeah. I don't think you have to really stress and about your degree so I much. think when you're creative I think grades don't really come into it as long as you've learned yeah. and you know what you can do and you've learned the skills and things I think that's what it's really about anyway I looked to do a foundation then before I went to uni so I did a foundation diploma which was UAL like in collaboration with UAL and I did my foundation degree and I absolutely fell in love with textiles and things like that so that led me to then picking surface pattern design at Swansea College of Art for my degree which I've just done three years of and now I am planning to do my MDES which is like a master's of design so that's my next sort of step. And I think you'd probably agree that uh, for people like your creative people like yourself that obviously it was harder to find a path before um, when you were younger and trying yeah. to find what direction you should go as opposed to the traditional uh, routes of like math, English, science departments. Mm-hmm. I think you'd agree now that when you go to university, it's a lot more open to that. And oh people, my gosh, it's a yeah. lot more comfortable for people like yourself Definitely. to fit in and to get a path. Yeah, I mean, like you meet so many people at university and I can't recommend that enough. Like if you are a creative person like, and you are from a rural area like I was, um then you need to go to like a city or to a bigger place and meet more creative people because by doing that you become a better person like I grew so much through university because I just wasn't that outgoing and like things like that before whereas now I've got a circle of creative friends and it's great because they're the ones that I can lean on and speak to about different design ideas and you, I might not necessarily have had that if I'd have stayed so close to home of course so yeah of that's the point to put out there <laughs> yeah of course it's just university gives you so much more room to actually develop yourself um mm-hmm. even if it's something that you weren't able to previously develop because mm-hmm. of structure of schools and the academic structure in the uk um, or abroad once you get to that place where it's a lot more open you have a lot more chance to develop your own skills and your own creativity and your own path for yourself and that's really the most important part but needless way. to say at that point as well like university isn't for everyone you don't have to go to art school if you're a creative person yeah. you can make it on your own you can do do it yourself without having them qualifications behind you because like it's been mentioned by a lot of people who have graduated and you know people who have got their own businesses now like they've never been asked what grade they had which we've kind of mentioned a exactly, little bit before. Yeah. Exactly. so I think realistically it's more about just following what you want to do and like that's the main point just at find, the end yeah, of the day, yeah. isn't it? Just find what makes you happy. And that's what the whole point of this podcast as well, to kind of show people that you can find a passion or something you're interested in and really carve a path with it and actually make yourself successful through a career or a business. Um, yeah. Layla doesn't like the bigger self up too much, um, although I am a, probably her biggest fan. Um, but all these competitions and designs, um, obviously, as like I stated at the start, you know, I got shortlist, orange box shortlist, I got winner placed in fashion. Do you want to kind of run people through 
yeah. um, what they wear, uh, maybe some hyper design yeah. based ones. So for me, um, I'm a big print and pattern lover, but I specifically like designing for interiors like homeware, <laughs> such as like wallpaper, things like that are what I like doing. Um, big lover of print um, and things like that. So while I was at university, I had great opportunities to get involved in a lot of live briefs with really good companies. Um, one of the briefs in first year was the IDOT, which is run, it's a charity run um, and supported and sponsored by a lot of um, really good industry leaders. So my category was Find a Call, which I won in my first year. And it was amazing because it led to opportunities of internships with them and things like that. So winning that competition allowed me to network and um, just really find out what I like doing. And I realised that in my first year, which was when I was only 19, I think, um, that that was the sort of industry that I loved. And I could just tell straight away that that's sort of what I wanted to do. Then obviously going through uni, there was more competitions and more live briefs. So we did a really good um, live brief in my second year with Orange Box, which is um, a company that reupholsters and creates office furnishings. And the task was to create um, a sully seat made out of recycled um, waste fabric from their factory. And we visited the factory and we did this whole project with them on sustainability. And that's where my dissertation then led into that because sustainability is a really big passion of mine and I'm really you know concerned about the environment and things like that so as a designer and as a creative person in this new generation of designers I want to sort of like make that one of the things that I focus on so that yeah, project was absolutely amazing and it went to Clark and Well Design Week in London I was only shortlisted for it but again it was an amazing opportunity and a really good place to work with and um, business leader and um, with that group of people so yeah, um, and then just to cut, um, just to talk about quickly um, some of the other competitions. So yeah. I placed um, in Fashion Formula this year, and that was submitting some design work. So I submitted some design work from FNP. They liked it, and I placed with them. And then I've also placed again in in the IDOT charity shortlist this year. So the my main point of in saying these things is. You should go for competitions and you should really push yourself to enter them because it doesn't matter if you win or lose. And there is no losing involved because you've learned something from that experience. And from them experiences, all I've learned is by putting yourself out there, you are opening the universe up to good opportunities to come to you. And I don't think um, I would be as confident in myself now if I hadn't have had them experiences. And I just feel like, a, part, a big part of it is selling yourself, which, as Johnny knows, I'm not very keen on doing. Like, I I just do it because I like being creative and I like making things. But um, this is sort of the reason why I'm getting involved with these podcasts and learning more about businesses and stuff, because I think that you can't just shy away from the money factors and business you can't be creative and just not be making any money like it just doesn't work so you have to have something to fund the creativity to, yeah of course you so do you and you have to stream. be able to live yourself and live a normal life without constantly worrying about monetary value and things like that so I'm open to learning a lot more like through the summer um I was involved in a summer startup week recently which was run by um uni leaders in, in Wales and we had some great business people speaking to us so I am I'm learning as we go yeah. as everybody probably is during this time and I know um 
obviously seeing you go through that industry week how actually important it was and how much it developed your mindset and your Definitely. thinking process so to go beyond the creative and your process that you already have for yourself for how you create these amazing things but also getting the mindset of how you can create a brand around that yeah. to actually make it sustainable for yourself mm-hmm. to actually be able to do it as a career and as a business um, so I think that is such an important thing and it's something I've never done but from hearing the snippets that I heard and seeing how it's developed your mindset, um, I can see how important it is for students coming out, especially in creative degrees like yours, who maybe don't have such a good idea of where they go in industry from mm-hmm. that point. I think it's a really good thing to give them that idea that, hey, you can just do it yourself and go out and actually be successful as well as going into industry and working for other people and doing Yeah, that. I mean, there's definitely pros and cons to everything. Like, I'm at that stage now where... Um, you know, it would be great to get more industry experience, but I also have some ideas of my own, so it's it's sort of like a limbo. And, of course, and you can do both at the same time. Yeah, obviously, you can yeah. Do both. So this is something I'm going to obviously explore, and then maybe in the future, if I come on to another podcast, then we can talk about <laughs> where I am at that point. Of course, definitely. Um, well, look, something else I want to quickly touch on before we go into our next point is obviously you were selected for new designers this year, so massive yeah. round of applause for you. But obviously, with everything going on. Uh, obviously you can't do that like do you want to quickly explain what new designers is for people yeah 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 um and then that kind of lead into how you have to set up at home okay so um new, new designers is a really big event in london and um, when i was applying for universities that was sort of like the vision in my mind like i would have loved to have been there i go i've been every year for three years i've looked at every graduate show it's really bigged up in um textiles and most people who have done like a surface pattern course will probably know about it but new designers actually does um you know shows for like jewelry makers and etc 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 it's really big do some research on it if you're interested in knowing more about it yeah so but this is for everyone so this would be like jewelry makers and product designers, product designers exactly, yeah, exactly. but for me it was specifically for print and pattern so and textiles so yeah that would have been a show that I would have been going to this year and exhibiting my final collection there but obviously this pandemic happened so you know that isn't exactly happening in the traditional way it used to whereas now it's more online and digital which is great because in a way being online and digital there is really good advantages because a lot of people can see work they don't have to go to the event etc etc and these events are sponsored by um, industry again so similar to the dot, obviously in a different way they're sponsored by industry specialists and they will headhunt people and um, designs and things like that so it's really really exciting Um, and I'm so proud and pleased to be picked for it Um, it's just you know an an amazing opportunity but in an unexpected circumstance and I mean of course like like everyone is and like every organization of businesses they are trying to make exception for the pandemic and they are trying to do it online for you to at least give you some way to get that onto a platform and I've got to admit there is a big like support network out there like people don't want to see you feel like our tutors have been amazing like for me like they've you know really pushed me through working at home which was quite difficult so there is a big big support network out there you just can't be afraid of asking for help when you need it yeah of course I think that leads actually really well into what the next point was which is obviously I've seen how you've had to develop the way you work and what you do um with this pandemic obviously what you do you use a lot of uh equipment that uses a lot of machinery so to speak of facilities yeah so you know you need your print room you need your design suites and obviously being at a university and not even being that being out of 
Swansea to the point where you don't have as much equipment, as much uh, space. space as well. Yeah. Um, do you want to kind of go through the people, people's kind of how yeah. you kind of change yeah, that? Yeah, of course. So um, obviously I was going through my third year as normal and it came to about, I was going back after Christmas and obviously the coronavirus was being spoke about a lot more and we was understanding a little bit more about it. And in universities, they'd obviously put a lot of health and, and safety and self-care signs up about washing your hands, being hygienic. We never really thought anything of that because at university, I was just in the print room, dyeing fabrics, screen printing, lino printing, <laughs> doing everything that I normally do, laser cutting, etc. And then one day, I think it was in March time, we sort of went into uni and our tutors were like, we've got some news, we're going to have to close. And every university is doing the same. And it was like, pack your stuff and go. Me thinking, oh, I'll be back in two weeks. No, no, no. So um, a couple of weeks after that, we was locked down in, in Swansea. Lock, have, yeah. Um, in lockdown in Swansea. In Swansea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got there. Yeah, got there in the end. Um, and I thought, you know what? This just isn't going to work in a studio apartment. We haven't got the space. Yeah. So we came back to where I'm from. Um, and I set up my own little workshop on my kitchen table, in the garden, wherever I could work. Yeah. And I tried to, you know, do the things that I would have done anyway if I'd have been in uni, but more reliant on digital software, such as Adobe, soft, uh, Adobe Photoshop and things like that. So I was using my laptop a lot more, but I was still trying to print and work at home. So I had like lino, really large lino yeah. cuts, um, at one painting. Point, at one point we had like a line of just prints going across the roof with just bits of thread, just holding them on the Holding wall. different prints Everything up. Drying yeah, out. everything drying out. Um, my mum was so pleased. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah. And it's been hard for everyone. I mean, also, yeah, oh, yeah, so basically. People had it a lot worse. Yeah. But I mean, for us, where we are, here thankfully i'll say we were in a studio apartment we moved out of Manchester where Leila's family home um and thankfully it's a fair bit bigger but um it's kind of still been hard for us in a way because Leila obviously been doing her degree and doing the final stuff for her degree um me being self-employed so i'm obviously needing office space and i need some space to actually you know make my calls and do what i do and i live quite rurally so the wi-fi isn't wi-fi is shocking um but at the same time Leila's mother also works in a school so she has her own office, you know, it's her space, um, and she uses that regularly um, on and off. So it's kind of all three of us trying to kind of flow together, um, find, you know, when not to go in the list room. But that hasn't actually busy. been an argument, has it? No, there's never been there right. any argument, so it's been right that way. It's just, I think it's just everyone just kind of yeah. understanding the situation. I think we all understand and that. I'm kind sure, of like, there's so many people in the same boat as well, but it just goes to show that you've, like, in my creative mind, all I kept thinking was, well, if I can adapt to this, I can do anything. You can adapt to anything. I can adapt to any yep. situation. I might not have had, I've had limited well, materials, limited Wi-Fi, limited this, limited that. And at no point, I, I moaned about it at the start, but yeah. then I got over it because I was literally like, I've got to do this. But I think we all did that. I think everyone, in, in, at least in the UK, it seemed, had that yeah, like, oh, shit type of moment where everyone was kind of, was more annoyed than anything that it was yeah. disrupting it's us just before sort of we realised like, how serious it was. I think it just reflects on the world that we live in. Like, we're so yeah. used to that fast pace, everything's accessible through a click. And when it wasn't, it was like, well, what's happening? Yeah, I think it just made people a bit scared, but annoyed as well, I think, at the start by the time. And then it was just more like it was an inconvenience before we all sort of realised how 
serious it was and how important yeah, it was to let him yeah. know start and following. to be honest like when you look back from like I know we're still not out of this whole thing but when you look back then to now which is like a good few months um I think you should just be thankful for being healthy touch wood safe yeah. happy you know we've got somewhere to live it's all gonna be fine um, and and you know my career and things I've got this amazing amount of time now to develop things and develop my own ideas and push forward so really it's a blessing in disguise at, in some ways exactly and I mean that's it like the world hasn't stopped just because certain things have so this is the time that you need to be making more moves and working extra hard to get where you want to be because nobody's I mean, had this much time before yeah exactly no one no one has ever had this much time before that they could actually develop themselves and develop their brand mm -hmm. and develop their business. And it's just taking that action and taking actionable steps yeah. to get yourself to that point. Actually, you said something really funny at the start of lockdown. You was like, um, like this is the time. Um, and you was like, if I don't come out of this with more knowledge, then I failed lockdown because there's been so yeah. much time to learn. Like, how many books have we read? Like, and, and how many been, magazines and, have we... And it's been ripped off. Through? It's been ripped off on about 500 memes since lockdown started as well. Because I said that as soon as lockdown started, I was like, to be honest, this is a blessing for me where I was at the time, just starting JT Media Marketing. I was like... You just this left the job. Is, and yeah, like, I was like, this is fantastic. It's like the world's paused to give me extra time. To like, And that's what I mean by when we realised it was a lot more serious. Yeah. But... At the time, I was like, "Shit, this is great! Like, I have so much extra time to like learn and develop and do all this extra stuff I want to do." And, the, and then the world's going to restart again. Um, and I think, yeah, as you say, like as, that's what I said. If I don't come out of this with more knowledge, more skills, more money, there's a fucking problem. And that was again, you know, it's been ripped off on about five hundred different memes now on the internet. <laughs> yeah, but it just sort of says the point that like the mindset's been there from the start and we have yeah. just tried our best to push through as individuals as a couple and as, yeah. and just as, uh, as everything as people it's just yeah. yeah i think everyone's had to put their head down and push through with the situation and mm -hmm. with the hand they've been dealt um but i think that that's great for this section um we take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll actually talk about um how your brand's been developing and how we're going to push you through and be successful yeah, yeah. okay no problem. awesome we'll take a break then Okay, welcome back to Project Passion. We're here with Lena Evelyn Designs and we're talking about uh, her path um, that she's took to get to where she is and to go for university um, and her lockdown experience and working at home. Um, we're just about to talk about your brand and your plan for the future and have a little discussion about uh, your business and yeah. actually get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, um, at the minute, obviously, I'm just graduating, but I am trialing out, selling my free products um mainly prints things like that but I do want to branch out into like scarves and some homeware stuff things like that too so I'm sort of at that limbo stage at the moment um but I'm lucky to have like a really good um, brother and obviously boyfriend who can support me with that because they have really good marketing skills and business minds which I don't necessarily have myself yeah and shout out to Layla's brother uh Jake who's um works with Layla yeah you could say yeah on Layla's brand um he's super knowledgeable when We've it comes to today. yeah they've got a meeting today about that and it's uh he's super knowledgeable when it comes to like seo everything to do with like online and digital as well um even i learn a lot from jay as well um so i think you're really lucky as well to have him in your corner and actually yeah. helping you i think just having it. someone that you can speak to and like relate to and it's great that he's my brother but um there's a lot of other um 
people that you could reach out to, like your enterprise champion, say who's yeah. at uni or um, other business leaders, or just actually drop somebody a message who has a business that's sort of similar to what you want to do and just say, like, how have you done this? Where did you start? And just get some information off them yeah. to begin with. I think something that was probably, you probably agree, was really important for, well, not important for us, but it was really valuable to us towards the start of lockdown was um, having an accountability partner. So like me and Leila were accountability partners where she made sure I was keeping on top of my outreach and she would make sure, you know, I was hitting my sales targets, I was hitting my calls, I was hitting my emails, my days. So she was making sure I was doing my um, job, essentially. You know, being self-employed is that mentality that you will kind of slack off sometimes and don't be upset when you do. It's just natural. It's like you would do a normal job, but having an accountability partner, mm-hmm. um, someone that you can go to, you can go shit having a bad day and they hit you with that morale boost and they're making sure you're hitting your targets. And at the same time, you help them make sure they hit their targets. So, you know, you find out what their goals are and where they want to be and, yeah. you know, what they need to have done by this point. And then, you, you know, mm-hmm. you hammer on them, you make sure they're doing their job and you make sure they're hitting their targets. I think that's yeah. really valuable to people. Um, and well. like deadlines are like a really big thing for me, like, because I've always worked yeah. deadlines and briefs. So I've got to set myself my own deadlines and personal targets for like producing like work and but also like content's obviously a really key thing. So to keep up my Instagram, um Layla Evelyn underscore designs underscore yeah. <laughs> and um, my Facebook page and things which I've just started. So I am gonna branch out with that as well. That's part of my like business plan as well as prop selling products is to be more active online and things like that, which I'm hoping that um, you can support me with. Of course, yeah. Um, and that is obviously such an important thing as well, especially when you're trying to get a brand off the ground like this podcast itself. Um, you have to put things out there just to start to get traction. So don't expect things to be overnight successes. It does take that. Put content out there repeatedly and just... And just remind yourself that you're actually doing it for yourself and not for anybody else. Yeah, do it for your own development. Like, do things so you don't have to put some piece of content out there for likes and mm-hmm. for it, it engagement attention. It's more for your own. Yeah, you like, can put it out back. there to develop your skills. You know, you're yeah. putting something out there to learn your production skill or to learn your editing skill or to learn your copywriting skill. Of course. And it's, it's more about personal development um, and about actually, you know, putting yourself out there to learn more things. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously uh, you have a few things coming up. Yeah. Um, you want to kind of talk about some things you might have coming up. Plug your Instagram, plug yeah. your Facebook. Yeah. People know where um, to find of course. You. So obviously with everything that's going on, um, it's quite difficult. But I had planned to run some workshops. So some printing workshops in the Lancashire area um, and also some drawing workshops and things like that. Um, I haven't run workshops before on my own, but I have run workshops with other designers, such as like Christine Westcott, who runs Westcott, and he may definitely check that out. So <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I'm just choking on my tea. Sorry. Yeah, continue. sorry. Um, <coughs> you okay yeah I'm grand I'm grand continue um, so yeah so workshops are something I'm like branching out into as well as um, selling products myself so I'm really keen on the whole skill sharing thing I'm hoping to do some videos on how to do this how to do this mm-hmm. things like that and um, just like making things and um, time lapses all that sort of thing that people are kind of interested in um, yeah of course yeah and we'll obviously have Leila back on the show again because we live together so we'll back have Leila back on the show again a few times um, and actually kind of go more into individual things if that's what you want to know about um, and also kind of you know, track her development and you yeah. know then she can let people know you know when she's dropping new lines and how she's getting on with her plan to build her yeah. future you'll kind of see my hopefully you'll see my progression and you'll hopefully, <laughs> and hopefully see that I've met those deadlines that we briefly mentioned earlier of course yeah um, so if do you have any tips for other people and it can be for any sort of time period you know mm-hmm. people maybe starting off in college mm-hmm. or maybe people in uni yeah and kind of working out their plan if you have any tips for them yeah my first tip 
um, if I can even give tips. Of course you <laughs> My can. first tip would, would be from surround, your perspective. Yeah, surround yourself with those who make you happy and make you want to achieve. Um, it's really easy to get bogged down in, you know, negativity, especially during these times. So surround yourself with those who make you want to do better every day. Um, my next tip would be never lose sight of your goals. Um, if goals seem unreachable, think of your steps and how you can get to them goals. So I break down goals and I work in the short term with the bigger picture always in the back of my mind. Um, tip three would be keep working on your skills. Um, don't sell yourself too short. You know, skills, time, effort is worth a lot. Um, and you can't undersell yourself, even though I find that really hard to do. But I'm learning that you have to, you know, you, you have, have to, to put your yourself value. out there and know your own value. Yeah, you have to know your value. I mean, like with Layla, I mean, a lot of people would look at a print. Like me, I'm not a very arty person. So people like me would maybe look at something Layla does and go, well, that's that's cool. But mm-hmm. why is it that value? Why is it that value? That Why is it that price or something like that? But it's having to remember that, yes, to you, it might just be a piece of paper with, something on it but to someone like Lena that's hours and hours and hours of planning of strategy of you know making sure everything's going to be exactly right and then actually then following through and doing it and creating that piece it's hours and hours of work and dedication and honing of skills to get to that point to actually be able to put out something yeah. like that there and then that's why people need to remember if you know your shit and you're good at what you do keep your value and, know your value and for what you're just worth. as a point to put out there like try your best if you can to support your local um artist or designer <clears throat> shop local support support the people that haven't got millions and millions of pounds like yeah you yeah. can buy a really nice print for 20 pound in a really well-known store or supermarket but why not spend 20 pound with someone i'm not saying necessarily me but maybe yeah, in your local area give them the money because that money is making someone jump up and down run around naked yeah. <laughs> so happy because they are doing what they want to do and just supporting basically yeah. putting someone's food on the table like that should be more important than a big brand well yeah big brands are great too um and they do great things but, but if you can support local yeah. <laughs> and for anyone that doesn't see if you check out my instagram i'll put it here um i run a weekly feature every friday we put out a shop independent piece so looking at independent local retailers and brands they, <laughs> a lot of them are alcoholic because uh, we like to drink a lot of beer a lot of them are alcoholic because <laughs> we like to drink a lot um but yeah we look at local brands um not so much a review but kind of just highlighting these brands for you to see yeah. um dropping you a couple of links so you can then go and support these guys um, and try and help make their dreams reality for them um, and then, you know, help everyone in your local area as well. But I think that's great if you have anything else or... No, um, I think that's sort of like wrapped it up. But if anybody has any questions, don't feel afraid to DM me or um, drop me a line on Facebook or whatever. Um, I'm always here to like answer questions. Um, I realise that I'm not a super, super like, don't know what the word is, successful designer, yeah. Yeah. but you know if anyone is at that age where they are kind of like thinking about university or doing a course in like art and design then I can definitely be a person that can help you make those decisions or give you a perspective on it and so you can find Layla and you find her at facebook.com forward slash Layla Evelyn designs or on Instagram it's Layla it's at Layla Evelyn underscore designs underscore yeah yeah 
Perfect. I have also got a website, which you should be able to get linked through my Instagram and an arts red portfolio yeah. if you want to have a look a little bit of my work for my third year. Yeah. But all links will be below anyway. I'll yeah, put all the links down below. Um, so if you want to go straight through, my website is being worked on, by the way, just because I am putting some products and trying to put some sales out there. So it will be changing over the coming weeks and months. Awesome. Well, look, um, don't know where you're watching or listening. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hit like, hit subscribe, hit comment. Uh, let me know the question of the week. What is your passion? Um, hopefully, one of the guests you bring on will help highlight some ideas and some hit, tips There's for you guys. There's actually some really, really great people coming on Layla here. Layla knows like, who's coming I'm on I'm not just show. saying it because some of them are our friends, but like they've got such good like ideas and yeah. passions. So Layla knows who's coming on the show. So we know we've got some a really good mix as well, I think, yeah. of people coming on. A lot of different areas. A lot of areas. So yeah, comment um, below what is your passion, and hopefully we can get someone on to actually give you guys some help as well. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or any other podcast mm-hmm. platform, uh, please mean a lot, especially on this first video. If you can hit rate, leave a review on it. Uh, if you're looking to find me myself, you can get me on facebook.com forward slash JT Media Marketing. All links will be below. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my Instagram at underscore Johnny Thompson as well. Also, if you're interested in being featured on the podcast, then give him a message because he's <sighs> looking for different people yeah. in different areas. We've got a long list, but... You're probably going to add to it, aren't you? I mean, I need someone every week. So if you have a passion that you're drilling to become a business or a career, let me know. Um, If you're interested in jumping on the podcast, I'd be happy to have anyone that wants to jump on, share their story, share their passion, and help other people get to where they might be trying to go as well. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a good day, guys. Catch you next week.